the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bond. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and A.J. Applegar. Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, Mr. AJ Abergarth. What is up, man? Too much pollen. That is what is up. I sound like garbage, and I apologize in advance for that for our listeners. The only good thing to come of this is that somehow my range in um, in-car singing has gotten better. Um, I don't get it, but no. <laughs> that's false. That's I know it is. It, maybe it's just because I just can't hear anything. What, what do you? So it sounds like uh, Phoebe from Friends. Like when she got sick, she sounded better or whatever. Like the bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> no uh, way. I mean, it's it's a thing. All right, it is a thing. Um, okay. You know, if, if you need me to bust out some Smelly Cat in a little bit, maybe I will. Good God, no. I regret saying anything immediately now. Yeah. All right, um, right, man. Um, Before we get into it, we got a good show tonight. We're going to talk about some some of these uh, 2021 early breakout candidates. um, You know, players that are you know breaking out already in our first couple months of the season. We're going to break. You know, dive into the numbers a little bit more and and see if we think that this could continue the rest of the season or if we kind of see a trail off happening um, and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, before we continue though, just want to remind everybody watching and, and listening to uh, hit that subscribe button, that like button, um, you know, follow us wherever you are, are watching and listening. We appreciate the support. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know what? Screw it. Let, let's do beer of the week first. And then uh, I, I, I got some, I got some things I need to say. So, Beer. All right, man. What you got? Well, I'm finishing my margarita from dinner, and um, oh, I picked up some takeout Mexican food. Good stuff, man. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Hashtag um, awesome. Uh, I, I I meant to say a shout out, not hashtag. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> allergies, bro. Allergies. Allergies, bro. Going all local tonight, though. We've got Riviera Maya for the margarita. We got some Bog Turtle Brewery IPA. Uh, I, I don't even know. Pine, Pine OG is, uh, I believe, what it is. I, I probably butchered that. So I apologize in advance, Bog Turtle. Again, allergies. I don't think I'll finish the whole thing, but we'll no, see. No, I, I would. I don't know. You might, I don't you know. know. You know, I might be talking to myself at the end, um, but that that's okay. Uh, so I'm drinking an Aslan Beer Company. Uh, it's actually a collaboration with Front Royal Brewing, which I had honestly never heard of before I bought this beer. Um, <clears throat> but it's a it's a triple IPA, eleven percent. So hope, if I'm talking at the end, it might not sound very yeah. good either. Uh, it's uh, extra, 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 and uh, that's for. <laughs> All the extra injuries we've had. Fuck all the injuries, dude. That's where I'm going with this, by the way. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. I should uh, pour myself. Just, uh, just sit, just sit back, man, and enjoy. Drink. So I, I'm in a mood. So first off, I woke up at 7:30 in the morning, 
to my son walking in my room. And I've trained him for months now not to wake up before eight o'clock, you know, school day. Don't need to get up to stay in your room until your clock is eight. And he'd be good. The last like three days, he's been coming to my room, 7.20, 7.30, waking my ass up. And I'm just like, dude, go away. <laughs> so today he finally like leaves my room, but he goes into his sister's room. And uh, <laughs> five minutes later, I hear, oh, my God, that Laney's vomiting. And I was like, uh, Laney's our dog. So like they let Lainey into the room and Lainey got sick all over her white shag carpet. I'm not even kidding you. That's what we have in her room. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just like, Oh, this is not the wake up. I needed. I was up to like one 30 in the morning, finishing the rest of the season rankings. I'm tired. I needed the extra 30 minutes of sleep and not to wake up to that noise. So then I come downstairs to let Lainey out and like grab some cleaning supplies to find like four or five little pockets of vomit all over the basement floor. <laughs> I'm like, this is not how I wanted to start my Thursday at all. Not even close. So yeah, long story short, it's been a shitty day as far as that goes. Um, and I've been dealing with sick dog all day. So not fun. Um, and then speaking of the rest of the season rankings, I'm doing them last night. And I'll admit, I've been I've been kind of occupied with the kids for the last couple of days. I knew some injuries had happened. I knew like a couple of my guys got like banged up on my teams, but I didn't know they had actually gotten like officially put on the IL and that kind of stuff. And I'm doing the rest of the season rankings update last night to where I, if you guys read it on the site, fancysixpack.net, um, you know I put a recent injury update list on that rankings. Uh article every week and i'm going through the update list and i'm going i own that guy i own that guy i own that guy i own literally like six of the 15 players on that list i own all on the same team it's a 40-man dynasty roster team i already had like 10 12 injuries on that team i am now up to 17 il spots 17 il players five il spots on that team but I can't drop any of them. It's like Fran Mill Reyes, Marcelo Zuna. It's Austin Hayes. It's Luke Voigt. And I'm like, what, what do I do with this team? It's just such a disaster. I'm like quietly crying inside while I'm white, writing this article last night. I'm like, I needed a beer. I opened up a beer at 1230 at night. I was like, I just need to fucking drink. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> it was bad, man. Uh yeah, so I've had, I've had a day, man. I'm not I'm not happy. I'm not in good mood. So um, hopefully a little bit of this, a little bit of talking some baseball, will uh, will help out. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it it sounds been, like a you you just were talking baseball and it did not go so well. Um, no, so not with the injury talking. Unfortunately, we've got that. That there. will be a little different. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what happened at like nine thirty, um, ten thirty? Uh, what what was the rest of your day? I I mean, I feel like well, last night, just just everything, all, all of it. I mean, <laughs> all of it. You want me to go to my whole day? No, no it was no, dealing with screaming kids and dealing with dogs vomiting and having to go outside every twenty minutes. And I'm not kidding you on that. Okay. Uh, even though she did literally nothing outside, she just goes outside and like wanders around because she doesn't feel good. So that's been my day. Um, yeah, it's been pretty awesome. So, um. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, man, right. uh, uh, good, good times, good times indeed, right? All right, man, let's let's jump into yeah. this, and um, 
again, like I said before, we're going to get into some some of these players who are having early season breakouts in 2021. Uh, guys that you know maybe we expected it from, maybe not to this level, uh, and definitely some guys that we did not expect it from at all. And <clears throat> I'm going to start immediately with Jesse Winker, um, Cincinnati Reds, and I um you know. This was the guy that we talked about a couple weeks ago, honestly. And, um, you know, I mentioned that that one trade in the Dynasty League where the guy was trying to give up Trevor Bauer and he was going to get Jesse Winkler and, like, uh, I think it was Bassett from from Oakland. And I immediately told the guy, like, no, you can't do that trade. Like, first off, it's a Dynasty head-to-head points league. Pitching is, like, premier in that, in that style format. It, it always is, right? Um, my thought process also behind it was, you know, Winker is just – playing out of his mind right now and he sort of is um <clears throat> but I, I you know now that he's he's not even better since then which is like oh god now i, I kind of feel bad uh but <clears throat> his numbers are you know extraordinarily good um you know he's he's got already more home runs than last year in less games um more rbi more runs his batting average is 346 i mean incredible numbers like one of the top fantasy players of the year so far. Um, <clears throat> you know, do I think some, do I think he can continue this breakout to some degree? Yes. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think the batting average is going to drop. I don't think he's going to be a, almost a three fifty hitter the rest of the year. You know, his expected batting average is around, you know, a right around 300, um, you know, maybe three ten. but uh, you know, his BABIP is extremely high too, which kind of tells you that the average is going to come down. His is around 380. Um, you know, slugging and everything is high, and that's to be expected with the rest of those numbers is where they are. Um, you know, the reasons why I, I like him to be able to continue this, right, is that he he's hitting the ball hard. And uh, when, when he actually, like, hits a fly ball, like his home run to fly ball ratio is actually lower than it was last year, but he's hitting way more fly balls. Um, than he ever has before. And so I think the power could continue because he's actually hitting more balls into the air and he's still, and he's always had a powerful swing. You know, it's exit velocity is, is always, you know, um, around, it's been around 92 for the last couple of years. It was, it was hovering around 90 before that. Uh, so his barrel rate was high last year. It still is this year. Uh, so I, I think he could continue this, this, this breakout. Um, will he, drop off the pace he's on now probably um but but i think he's somebody who you can expect to continue to be very good for you in 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 fantasy baseball yeah i I think so and it's you know we like you said we talked about him before and just having all of the stats in front of us now it's it is a little easier to make more of a decision on it um I, i do think there's room for regression obviously but he's someone that that i wouldn't be upset about you know trying to target and seeing what you could get but again with as crazy as he's playing right now you know people are going to want the world for it and it's oh, still yeah. Je- still jesse winker so um you know the next guy we got here is uh adolis garcia um and this one was pretty interesting to see you know, been in the league for a little while now and um, just hasn't really done 
anything like this. Um, you know, what he's you, been a minor league player for the most part. Yeah. He's had a couple small stints in the majors, uh, mostly with St. Louis, and then last year, um, you know, three games. So it doesn't really yeah. count. But he's been a minor league player and a very good one. <laughs> well, Honestly, exactly. like, like looking at his stats there, I mean, the thing <clears> that jumps out to me first of all is the stolen bases because you just don't really go after steals anymore. It's always something, at least for me, that I feel like I'm just mm-hmm. chasing later on in drafts or, or on the waiver wire at some point. Um, you know, it's one of the most punnable categories, but all of his steals were in triple a in in 18 and 19, you know, he mm-hmm. didn't have anything in, mm-hmm. in the majors until this year, he's got five. So maybe now he's finally getting the opportunity. And again, much smaller sample size from what we've seen in MLB. So that I think um, is a good sign to see that he's got five already. Um, and, and I think that that's going to continue, um, you know, looking at uh, his, his K percentage is way down compared to everything else that he's had, uh, you know, aside from uh, his first year in triple a was his lowest at 23 um, he's, he's hovering around 28 now, but you know, I, I think that's something that's going to help him out if he can keep the strikeout percentage down, um, and, and still be managing to get on base at a nice clip. That's going to give him the opportunities for those steals as well. So, yeah, the, the thing that, that struck me about him and, and, and like, he's a guy that like, I, mean, I don't think anybody was really paying attention to him, right? I mean, it's a coming coming into the season, a 28 year old guy who really hasn't played any in the majors. So, like, yeah. these are those guys that you know kind of go flying under the radar. And this guy did big time, um, but he's killing it. Uh, I think Jeff before the show was just mentioning like on Fantasy Pros they do their player raider, um, and Garcia's ranked fourth for the season. Like, wow! I mean, just out of this world production from this guy right now. Uh, I mean, it, it sort of seems like there's going to be some regression from this guy, but I mean, like he had good minor league stats. So like he could, he finished with a 30 home run guy. It seems like it's possible. You know, it, it's the ball, you know, the ball's not flying out of the park. Like it, it did in, in years past, but I mean, some of these guys are still able to figure things out, you know, winker and, Garcia, you know, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. He 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 looks he looks for real. Honestly, he does. Uh, his WRC plus is crazy high, man, one fifty seven. Uh, so it's just, uh, I mean, yeah. his exit velocity is actually higher than Winker's. He's at ninety three point one. So <laughs> launch angle is fifteen. It's like the stat cast numbers for him are just crazy high. Uh, I mean, just if you want to compare Winker and Garcia together, right? A barrel rates nineteen percent. Winker's at 14 and a half both still top notch um so it's just they're they're just they're both just smashing the ball right now and uh i mean i think for garcia because we don't have a lot of history to say oh you know he he can't continue this pace this is just a fluke couple of months uh which you can do for some guys um but until we until until we see him drop off I, i just think he's he's good to go Honestly, um, next guy here, uh, Jared Walsh was was a guy who I was kind of high on before the season as a as a late round first round first base pick. Sorry, um, <clears throat> somebody who who had a pretty decent twenty twenty, 
uh, you know, nine bombs in 32 games. Uh, kind of, kind of came on strong. A good batting average, two ninety three. You know that, that that's higher than than what he had in twenty nineteen in about the same amount of time. But you know, you like to see guys improve like that. No, I don't know if I thought that we were going to see two two ninety three average again. But honestly, we're seeing better. It's three twenty one. His expected batting average is only two seventy. So yeah, maybe we see it tick down a little bit. But honestly, his expected batting average was two seventy last year. Um, so I know his bad bib is 382, kind of the same range as uh, as Winker, where when you see bad bibs that high, um, and I know they're hitting the ball hard and they're hitting a lot of line drives and stuff like that, and that's why the bad bib is high because that, that's what gets you a high bad bib, right? Um, but when you see bad bibs that high, you kind of expect them, expect the batting average to drop a little bit just because that's – I mean, it's just natural. Um, but, you know, this guy's hitting the ball hard. He, you know, I, I've seen a few Angels games late at night on MLB, doc, you know, MLB channel. And um, every time he gets at the bat, man, it's just, it's, just, it's just a good at bat. The thing that concerns me is the power with him, honestly. And um, this is why I think I don't know if the true breakout is really going to happen. Um, yeah, sure, it's a breakout for Jared Walsh range, but like a true breakout for fantasy. Like, I don't know if we're gonna get like a 30 home run season out of him. I don't know if we're gonna get like a 90 RBI season out of him type of thing. Um, for one, the offense for the Angels, this isn't there to maybe get him those RBI, especially with Trout out for a little while. Um, that's gonna that's gonna be bad. His um his hard hit rates, you know, good. It's still good. It's 34 percent. But, um, you know, it's not up there with those top echelon guys where you, those are the guys you expect to hit 30, 35, right? Um, that, you know, and his uh, – and I'm, I'm trying to find it because I had it earlier. His, his home run to fly ball rate is below the 30 mark, which is where you expect a lot of those, like, top home run guys to be. Um, so um, that that's my only concern with him is maybe the power drops off slightly. But it's not up there with, you know, Garcia who's, like, killing it. So – you know, maybe if you're if you're expecting 25 from him, then you know you maybe you might be able to get that this year. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I haven't really looked too much at Walsh. Um, you know, again, because he's probably being an angel and West Coast. I I don't <laughs> see a lot of their games. East Coast um, bias, jeez, yeah, man. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> West Coast is not the best coast, so. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I do think there's plenty of telling stats there that just show, you know, maybe maybe he's at his peak right now. And um, I agree. I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain. I mean, he's already got more homers than he did last year. Um, granted, obviously, he only played in 32 games to the 46 this year, and it's only two more homers. So, I mean, could he get to 20? Sure. Um I think that's well within reach. Obviously, only needs nine more, but the the RBIs, yeah, I, I think they're going to tail off. Um, you know, and and Tim and Otani right now, man. <laughs> yeah, basically, and Jason and Justin Upton every you know four games hitting a home run because that's all he can do anymore. Uh, yeah, he's got like if, a if that zero zero six two niner average, and it's just all got a niner. That's, that's good. All right, yeah, he does, he's got a niner in there. Um, so the next guy we got here is Nate Lowe, um, another Texas guy, uh, in you know him him and uh, Garcia or. or making that offense go. I mean, I think we talked about it uh, last week that we were talking about how they're 
still one of the mid-range offenses. You know, they, they and no, continue nice. to be no hit. Um, yes. So yeah, you, you got to have something going right for that to actually be a thing. <laughs> um, I mean, his, his BABIP's a, a little high compared to his average. I mean, almost a hundred points over. So I definitely think that that's going to come down. Um, he is batting a little above his, uh, his ex batting average expected, but you know, that that's within range. I, I think that he could potentially see a little bit of a rise, uh, but I think he'll probably stick around the two sixties, maybe two seventies. If, if things start going his way a little bit, but I, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his OBP is pretty nice though. Uh, 358. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he his his ground ball to fly ball is is what scares me a little bit because he's at almost two. Um, so if he's not hitting enough in the air, then he's not going to be getting those power numbers, not going to be getting the home runs, um, and he's just going to be grounding out or going into double plays. So that that to me is is a scary sight right there. Yeah. I put him on here because obviously he had that crazy run in the beginning of the season where he had an RBI in every game. I forget for how many games in a row. Um, and obviously he's trailed off from that. Um, yeah. And so he was kind of a, a super early breakout candidate, if you're asking me. But he's still been solid. I mean, 28 yeah. RBI is is still nothing to sneeze at. Um, it's, not, it's not Jared Walsh numbers. You know, it's not a Garcia numbers. But, you know, it's right there with Winker. Yeah. So, strikeouts I, I think, are a little high for me too. Yeah, that that's a that's a concern for me there too. I mean, strikeouts for everybody are high. I mean, Garcia is there. Yeah, uh, Walsh is right there, twenty four. I mean, all these guys. As long as you're not, um, uh, what's his name for uh, for Milwaukee, who finally got called back up here. Uh, um, yeah. As long as you're not almost hovering around forty as a sub, kind of a contact hitter like not working guys um <laughs> then then i think you can make that work to me with him there's just nothing really calling out to me saying that he's gonna be able to you know really fully break out i think we're gonna see a nice season from him um texas can you know in the past has brought some offensive you know numbers to fantasy um you know the new ballpark is still kind of yet to be seen what it really is. We got a short season with it last year, um, and it was you know late summer, and so it, it was hard to tell really what that ballpark is going to be when it's you know the middle of June, early July, you know kind of thing. And, and team and, and these players are really in the full swing of things. How that ballpark is really going to play for for fantasy output, um, but you know so I think we're going to get some get some get some good performances from him and it's going to be an overall good season. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see a little more, you know, fly balls out of him, his ground ground ball to fly ball rates, pretty, you know, pretty skewed toward ground balls here. So if you're looking for, you know, for, for power from him, you might, you're not likely to get it the way that you're hoping. Look elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with that. So, um, anyway, <clears throat> trying to type something here. 
but yeah, next guy up is uh, I, don't, I mean, like, did we all think he was gonna be a good player? Absolutely. Did we all think he was gonna be this good of a player? Hell no. Uh, Shohei Otani. Um, we you know we all went like we don't even care about the pitching stats. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what, guys? He's one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Um, you know, he's the maybe the win loss record isn't there, but it's not his fault at all. K per nine rates thirteen point three. Um, he's I mean, he he walks a fair number of guys, but nothing nothing crazy. Um, his uh, his ERA is sitting at two point three seven. Now, of course, his, his expected ERA is three point two four. You know, it's FIP and stuff like that, right around the same range. So, yeah, do we expect the ERA to rise? Of course, by those numbers. You know, again, though, he's limiting, you know, he's limiting, limiting some hard contact uh, to some degree here. Uh, so, I, I don't know. To me, like, <laughs> and then when, when you top off the fact that he's doing that pitching with what he's doing hitting, He's already got 15 bombs. He's been like in the lead for home runs or like in second the entire season. It feels like um, 38 RBI. He's batting two, almost 270. He's expected at batting averages like right in line with it. Like there's nothing. His BABIP isn't like crazy high to where you're going like, oh, well the batting average is going to fall. Like it's 300. It's 307. Like it's 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 basically right there where you expect a BABIP to be for a 270 guy. Like that's that's it, yeah. uh, you know. For the guys that are batting like three forty, when they have bad bips of like almost four hundred, you're going well, okay. You know, it's probably coming down. Those are both are a little extreme at this point, but he's just he's crushing the ball. His hard hit contact rate is forty one percent. His barrel rate is twenty three percent. That is extraordinarily good by the way 23% is like yeah I mean we just talked about Garcia and Winker having 19 and 14% he's got 23 he makes contact with the ball it's gone like he is out of this world good right now and I don't know how you don't get this guy the MVP like with what he's doing on both sides of the ball like it's crazy and I just wonder like it's it's weird because like you know he, in in fantasy leagues depending on what site you're you're on with him like you use him different ways right you, you, some leagues you can interchange him sometimes he's only a hitter sometimes he's only a pitcher uh, I know fan tracks is one of the ones where you can switch him uh, yep I think Yahoo uh, you e- have to pick right and so does ESPN ESPN makes you no, pick ESPN you can have him he's he's eligible for both in ESPN right but you can't. But like the days he pitches, you don't get his hitting stats, which is crazy Correct. because that was the thing. I forget who we had on that show for the AL West uh, preview show. It was, well, on the on the days that you can swap him in, like on those leagues where you can swap him in from pitcher to hitter, right? That's fine because on the day he pitches, he's not going to hit. He's batting like leadoff or second the days he pitches. It's <laughs> I've never seen this before. This is absolutely crazy. It's fun to watch, man. It really is. Uh, I just wonder, like, you know, what do you think? Like, can he keep this pace up doing both sides of, you know, both sides of things? Yeah, I, I think he might be able to. And it's... Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, he's also got six stolen bases. <laughs> like, 
okay. He's also fast. Yeah. Like just a uh, crazy athlete, man. I mean, it's it's scary because you look at you look at some of the other players that have come over, um, you know, from the the Japanese league. And, you know, to me, Ichiro is the, the one that stands out the most because he's been the longest tenured, but he didn't pitch. <laughs> he, he played no. outfield. Like he wasn't this two way player. Like you, you just don't see that in baseball. It's, you know, it's not peewee football. Um, and, you know, old school football, you know, Chuck Bednarik was one of the best two-way players that there ever was. Um, it, it's just an anomaly, a complete anomaly to see this and to see how much success he's having on both sides. Um, I mean, I, I, I was trying to, to pull something out here. I mean, his slugging percentage is at 632. I mean, it's it's basically almost double his on-base percentage. So when he is getting on base, it's because he's just crushing the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, you know, the OBP is not super high. Oh, um, it's he doesn't walk. No, he's either striking out or crushing the ball. I'm going to guess um, with Trout out for a while – they're gonna walk him a lot more because yeah. right? he like he drives that offense. I don't I don't see how people pitch yeah, to him right like now with the way he's performing. So, so yeah, to fifty six strikeouts. So I, you know that's that I can definitely Maybe see whatever. coming in. Um, but that's fine. But, I mean, it's hovering. It's still under thirty. I'm good with that. If you're under yeah. thirty, you're fine in this league now. Um, it's better than us. Doesn't like close. half the players. He's, he's close. Fine. Twenty nine point nine. It's it's still it's still under. So if that's our bar, you know, it's been set. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, his WRC is right there with Garcia's though, one fifty nine. So I mean, it's just it's crazy to mm-hmm. to live in this age where a baseball player can do these things. Sorry, I sound like I'm well, it, 75. I mean, no, it, it um, is crazy though. Like you just we haven't seen it in who knows how many years. I don't even know. And honestly, it's like these guys are such specialty players now. You're so worried about your pitchers. And look, he's got a very, you know, injured pass. Like you, we honestly for a while there didn't know if he was ever gonna pitch again. Yeah. So to see him now come back and dominate the way he's been dominating, uh, is just crazy. I mean, he's almost he's thrown over a hundred, you know, ninety seven stuff like that. Like yeah. to do that after coming off a UCL injury, which he opted not to get Tommy John for and just let it rest and heal, is is crazy, man. Like I mean, we're seeing Noah Syndergaard, you know, get Tommy John, and he's already got inflammation in his freaking UCL elbow, and he's going to be out another six weeks. Like, ugh. Just, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Um, the, the last thing that I'll I'll say here that I find very hilarious is because we obviously have a ground ball to fly ball on both of these stats. Oh um, yeah, yeah. His his ground ball. He's pitching nearly two ground balls to every fly ball, yet he's hitting, you know, one fly ball or, or less than one ground ball for every fly ball that he hits. So it's just like a complete role reversal. Yeah. He's making everybody ground out and then just 
launching the shit out of everything. He's either striking them out or making them ground out, which is phenomenal. Like it's just, it's just insane. Like what he, what he's doing to, to, to players. And, you know, you see, you see these tweets from players and things like that. Just, they, they get put up during the broadcast and they're just like, I like run home after my game to watch what Otani's going to do because it's just amazing. And it's just, he's one of these, you know, these players that we're going to talk about for a long time. Even if this is like the only season he does it, we're going to talk yeah. about this season for a long time because yeah. it's, it's just extraordinary what he's doing. Um, and it's, it's really fun to watch. I, I do like every time I see the Angels game on, I'm like, I got to turn this on at least for a couple innings, see what he does because he's going to do something amazing. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's also funny to see that he's, you know, one and oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> With I was as like, good as he's been. I mean, he's so only got weird. six starts, but still, it's just okay. I mean, well, the Angels I'm stink, man. I don't know. Oh, it's it sucks what they're doing with that and ruining my Trout's career. Yeah. Um, although he's trying to do it himself, getting injured every year for four weeks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, let's uh, let's move on, <laughs> move on here, man, to your boy, oh, boy. Carlos Rodan. I mean, he was such a highly touted prospect coming out. Um, and I bought into the hype, you know, hard. I Should have fell been. head over feet Alanis Morissette for Rodon when he came out. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, I, you know, you, you couldn't even talk me out of it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I picked him first in my rookie draft for the dynasty league that I used to be in because I was just that on board. And then I started to grow a rather large disdain for Carlos Rodon uh, because <laughs> he, he just, he was not there. He was not there. The hype was way up off of the screen and uh, uh. the, the actual play was, uh, you can't even see, but if I was uh, multiple, dwarf, I'd, I'd be multiple standing on my own why. tripod. Um, it, it, lots of it. Yeah. Lots of reasons. Um, injuries plagued him for a while. Um, you know, just, I, I don't know. I don't know what got into him early on, but he just didn't have it. He didn't have it anything good to show in the MLB. I mean, he started Mm -hmm. 20 games in 18 and finished with a near seven ERA. I was abysmal, man. In 20 games. I was ready to think, okay, you know what? Everybody's going to have an off, you know, couple of games, whatever, and maybe get the shit knocked out of them, you know? Okay, fine. The talent he had, what to see him get that? to that level was like, I was like, okay. I, I mean, peace. It, I was, I was out. I was done. And yeah. then I had all the injuries the next two years, which obviously, like, we had those stats. I pulled them because that's, you know, those were the next couple of seasons is all we had. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, they were, they were nothing because it was not only were they injury plagued, they were worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if you it just got out. actually worse like it it was bad man and so yeah everybody wrote him off this year and he went undrafted um not by know. me i took him in my one league and reaping the benefits right now because wow man 
I was just like, you know what? I I gotta I gotta I gotta bring the love back. You so know? all right, I so so let me ask pictures. you. So let me ask you. So you you're obviously a road on follower, road on fan, I guess. A little yes. bit here. Little, so okay, so we're seeing this. So we're seeing his K per nine rate at thirteen point oh eight, higher than his career best in twenty nineteen, which was only seven games of eleven point nine. We're seeing an ERA uh, at one point two seven. Of course, AX ERA is at two point one four, which is still phenomenal. Yeah. Um, FIP and XFIP are still great. Sierra is awesome, two point six two. Ground ball to fly ball rate is right down the middle at one. Uh, you know he he's reducing. The, you know the line drives are at nineteen, which is actually below league average. Uh, ground ball rates around forty, which is good. Fly ball rate is around forty, which is pretty solid. Swinging strike rate sixteen point six. I mean, like again, that goes right in line with its K per nine. Like the guy is just phenomenal across the board here. Like do. Are you expecting this to continue? Like as what you've seen so far, I mean, he's already got a no hitter this year. So like, you know, <laughs> it's obviously helping his stats, but uh, yeah. you know, what, like what do we, what do we really expect here from him going forward? I mean, uh, I'll save my point for later, not to skew your argument, but yeah. And I, I will correct myself there. I did not actually draft him. He went undrafted, but I, I was going to say, yeah, I picked him up on April 5th, Monday, April 5th. Before so he after his, his first start, <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Uh, so possibly after the first start, maybe before the first start, um, I'd have to scroll back and see if I got. Yeah, it. it's but, not a big deal. But I mean, sixty-two strikeouts in forty-two innings—that's crazy high. <laughs> Damn, he's had a ridiculous increase in the strikeouts. Um, he's only given up three homers in all his games. He's pitched. Less than six innings, eh, three times. Okay, but one of those times was five and two thirds, and he got rocked. Um, you know, by Kansas City a couple weeks ago, actually on your birthday. Um, yeah, but he had, I don't like Rodon. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean he he gave up two hits to the Yankees. Um, I mean he's he's just. The amount of hits he's given up, it has to increase. Like I, I can't imagine that he's going to be this few hits, you know, in all of his games. I mean, he's got two or three or less. I mean, really, shit, two in in three games. He's had three hits, five hits, and eight hits. I mean, those are the only games that he's he's given up a lot of hits. Um, earned runs is one or less in every game except for your birthday. Uh, thanks, Marsh. Um, <laughs> four runs. You know, the nice walks. Marsh. Nice thing I've got at the Marsh. Well, Marsh is our friend who's Kansas a Royals City. fan, by the way. Kansas City. Yes. Yeah. They don't for know For those that, of though. you who have no <laughs> idea who Marsh is. Which he loves what he does, City. except for you, yeah. me, and Jason, and a couple other people who are friends that probably don't watch anyway. Uh, <laughs> but how <laughs> good? I mean, he started off five and zero, and since then he's gone, you know, zero and two in three games. So we'll see what happens this week. Um, he did have a bit of an injury that that pushed him back. Uh, we talked about that last week, I believe. So. 
I don't know if that's still something that's bothering him. And it's just like, Hey, you know, my back hurts because I'm carrying things, you know, or whatever. But Lance Lynn's been pretty good. Um, also dealing with some injuries, you know, I, it, Giolito, I honestly, I, I have no idea how Giolito. So he, Jeff, he hasn't that, been nearly hasn't as good. Been the Giolito, that, the Giolito people want, honestly, yeah. Lynn and Rodon have been better. So, um, yeah. you know, Giolito is still going to be fine. Um, you know, he, he's still, gonna, he, I think he'll figure things out. Um, but yeah, Giolito has been sort of a disappointment. The, so. the, the the big thing here and that I think we're looking at is these the K's per walks. It's just an absolute complete turnaround from oh, yeah. where he was. I mean, he was at barely three was his best in 2019, and that was in seven games. So it's a, barely a sample size. He's had seven games this year, and he's just over five. So you know, he's striking out a shit ton more batters this year. Um, I don't know if that's going to maintain. The one thing that does really scare me is his left on base percentage is almost pretty high. Nine. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty high. But I, I mean, when you can, so, when you can strike out guys at the rate he's striking him out, that does make sense. And you're going to see, yeah. your, your, you're going to see your Kershaw's and guys like that up in that level. Um, it's a, it's a little hard to believe. I'm not going to lie. Like, it, it is tough to buy into this after so many years of disappointment with this guy. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the other, the other thing, I, you know, I always look at here is, uh, you know, pitch type, right? When you, when you see a guy improve this much, right? I always look at pitch type. And the one thing I've noticed this year, which it's sort of odd, it's sort of against the grain is he's actually reduced his slider rate big time over the last few years and he's thrown at a curveball granted two percent of the time but it's you know maybe messing up hitters just that much but he's throwing his fastball um much better and it's and it's up at 95 he has never hit that speed before 95 he's been at 93 91 and those were those injured years yeah. Now that he's back and healthy, he's hitting 95 on average with his fastball. That's making a ginormous difference, apparently. So, yeah. um, and it's even his slider, even though he's throwing it less, it's at 85, which is a back in 2018, 2017 rate. So he's just, he's increased his velocity a little bit here. And, um, you know, he's mixed up his pitch. Uh, selection just ever so slightly. And and I think that is another, that is one reason why I might buy into the full breakout with him. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, <laughs> he's going to finish with a, a less than two ERA. Probably not. I mean, like this, this that just doesn't happen, yeah. but like, you know, he'll get, yeah. he'll get, you know, he'll get creamed like once and it's just going to happen. Uh, that's just, yeah. you know, that's just what happens. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I do like Rodon the rest of the way. I, I, kind of kick myself for not really paying attention early to him and seeing that he, you know, he was pitching well, you know, <clears throat> not like I'm bragging, but you know, I had teams that were performing well and all my pitchers were performing well. So I wasn't paying attention to some of these guys who were breaking out. I could pick up off the white wire. And now my teams are sort of suffering because of it. <laughs> Cause the, you know, the guys that were like breaking out the first couple of weeks that I had drafted late um, who you kind of expect to kind of fall off the map 
didn't for me. And so I didn't get the Rodons and, and guys like that. And, and another guy that, that I missed out on um, in, in at least one league, but I did get him in ours was uh, Trevor Rogers. Uh, this guy, I mean, <laughs> I think it was an injury for me. And I was just like, Oh, let me go out the waiver. And I was like, Oh, Trevor Rogers has been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has. Um, let's see here. 1.75 ERA. He's got 70 strikeouts in 56.2 innings. Uh, he's he's six and two for the for the Marlins. So you know he's got more wins than Otani, um, <laughs> which is still That's, unbelievable. That's, uh, that is probably unbelievable. a high oh. majority of pitchers, uh, including relievers, <laughs> relievers, right? Have a yeah. better totally win total crazy. than Otani. Um, yeah, that's totally nuts, man. You know, his his left on percentage is pretty high too. It's up at 84. But again, you know, when you've got these strikeout rates like these guys yeah. do, you sort of expect that left on base rate to be pretty high. So is that something I'm concerned about? Maybe, but not as much as, as you would expect with somebody who's got like a K per nine rate of like eight, seven, maybe even in the nines. Because, you know, if you can get those punch outs, that's going to leave, you know, your random walk or your single or your double on base a lot more than it would be a guy who who can't punch out the next guy and you're relying on a ground ball out and then, and then you know, by your defense type of thing. So you can you don't have to rely on your defense to bail you out or, you know, the ground ball to the right guy or the fly ball to the outfield and hopefully not a home run type of thing. So that doesn't concern me as much when you've got these K rates as high as these guys do. Um, you know, the thing, the thing with Rodgers for me is that he, he, you know, he, he got his first action in the majors last year and he performed pretty well, not nearly as well as this, but, um, you know, he, he was, he had a little bit of success. His ERA was inflated like crazy, but he still had a high K rate, 12.5. So you, you, the signs were there that he could make this happen. Um, I'm just not sure I'm totally buying into it because his minor league record wasn't really quite at this level either. Um, You know, his X ERA is a three, three Oh seven. His FIP is a two, six, his X FIP is a 3.35. Sierra's a 3.5. So I'm expecting a couple, a few, a few blow up games from him. If not just like a, a, a bad last like four months of the season where like, he's going to have a, a good ERA through the first couple months here of like, you know, less than two. And then maybe he's going to have like a four and a half the rest of the way. And it's going to balance out to a three to where at the end of the year, you're going to go, Oh, Trevor Rogers had a three ERA. It was great. Well, maybe not. Like it's just look at the whole season. Yeah, the the whole the whole the whole the whole thing here doesn't add up here to me. Um, I, I love the strikeout rate, um, but it it's something something seems a little off here for me. I'm not sure. I'm totally buying into it. His BABIP's pretty low too, which doesn't help things. It's a 270. Um, so you're expecting a little bit more you know, batter balls and play landing for him than they are. Um, yeah. So I don't know what, what's your thoughts about Rogers here? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm buying into the full breakout. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I definitely like what he's done so far, you know, and, and going back to that K K per nine rate, you know, he's, he's got three more games under his belt than what he had last year. Yeah. And it's a little lower. I mean, he was 12 and a half last year in seven games. I mean, that's that's pretty stupid. So the fact that he's still hovering just over 11, 
you know, in 10 games is, is very solid. So I, I love the strikeouts. Um, you know, the, the walks, the walks scare me yeah. though. Um, they're not, dude, they're not, they're not that bad. Actually, they're not, not as bad, bad as they're not as bad but, as some of the pitchers we talked about last week. Dude. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, we're talking o- about John Gant walking six and a half. <laughs> yeah, Otani's at six and a half. Gant so. Anderson was at four point two. So yeah. yeah, so the so walk rate three and a half. Bad. It's, it's not, pretty high. It's not great, but not it's, great. But you know, depending on what he does with that, if that continues to creep up. And the strikeouts start coming down. You know, people might start getting a little more patient with them um, and, and waiting for their pitches. Uh, and then they're just going to start taking balls. So, you know, the left on base, we already talked about. I just, I don't see the ERA staying where it is. Um, I mean, there, there's just too much disparity between the current 175 and and is expected at, at over three, just over three. Um, you know, I do think that he could sit in around maybe three, three and a half. Um, but I mean, his fifth numbers are pretty good too. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm looking at his, I mean, I'm looking at his minor league stats. I'm going back a little farther than what I had copied into our, our spreadsheet here. Yeah. Um, his best ERA back in A plus ball 2019, right before he got caught up to double A for for you know a handful of games here, it was 2.5. I mean, but that's A plus, man. Then you go to double A, which you know Jeff and I were talking before you jumped on on the in the studio here, and you know double A is kind of where. And I've had this conversation with Dave Eddy, uh, the Dynasty. Um, manager here at, at Fantasy Six Pack, he um, you know, he told me like Double A is kind of where you where you really you know judge these players a lot more than anything, right? Double A is where you get your elite talent. A lot of the, a lot of these guys, like the elite talent, will like jump Triple A, which Roger Rogers did, um, yeah. and and just make that leap, right? And and granted, it was a different different situation last year for some of these guys that took that leap because there was no minor league season in 2020. So you yeah. kind of like, if you wanted to see these guys, you had to do it. And, and uh, injuries play a big part in for Miami last year, calling him up. But um, it was one of those things where, you know, you, you see the struggles at double a, you see the struggles at a ball, a plus ball, fine, whatever. But like you, if you're going to evaluate a, a guy at all by his numbers in the minor leagues is double a, because that's where like the elite talent sits. Triple a is kind of like a, a buffer between the majors and, 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 and the minors, right? You get guys that go down there. They're, you know, on the injury list. They're just players that can't quite make it, but they have nowhere else to go. So they're just going to sit there in triple a and things like that. Like that happens a lot. Like we see that. And, and you get these like massive numbers in triple a by some of these guys, because they're not facing those elite guys all the time. Um, so I do like, again, back to the point is I, I do worry that this is going to continue that this, this ERA and, and the success he's having is just, out of this world, the average and the bad bit really kind of just gear me toward we're going to see a massive shift in his ERA, you know, going up as the season continues. Uh, I'd be 
severely shocked if we see even a two half, two and a half ERA at the end of the year, um, yeah. in my opinion. So um, that's all we've got for the uh, the breakout players. I'd love to hear y'all's opinion on, on Twitter. Hit us up about some other breakout players you've got. We'll give you our opinion. Um, maybe even next show or just, you know, just – comment to you back on on twitter so hit us up there um but let's let's move keep the show rolling here man um i'm on the wrong sheet there we go injuries so as i mentioned i was uh i was i was crying what fucker what talking about what are you watching i I just checked out fan tracks and i'm now (laughs) down 262 to pico de gallo even though I fucking ate Mexican tonight, <laughs> bullshit. That's uh, I was up at like. So, five. boy Tyler Thompson, man. I know, I know. I, uh, Damn you, Tyler. I, I'm, I'm I mean, losing. We're, the, we're I'm, just we're very close. I'm losing to Garrick, and if you look at our matchup, you know how good my team is, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I have two home runs on the entire week so far. Would you believe that, Mike? Travis I had. Out, um, that's. I mean. Mustakas is out, but it's still, dude. Acuna hasn't hit one yet. Uh, I've got one from. Who do I have one from? I I I have one from. I I don't even know who my two home runs are from, but I'm just like, what is happening? This is crazy. Uh, he has like twelve <laughs> as of Wednesday night. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Sure. Thankfully, my pitching still is awesome, and I have like a one and a half ERA. So, despite what um, I forget who it was the other night, got me like a seven and a half ERA. Jerk. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Um, so injuries. Let's yep. discuss. All right. Yeah. So as I was saying, I uh, was crying a little bit last night writing this list out. Sorry with Marcel Azuna. He's out at least six weeks with dislocated fingers. Awesome. Austin Hayes landed on the DL with yet another hamstring injury. This guy just needs to like do some yoga, man. I don't even know. Um, Wade Miley out with a foot sprain. Zach Plesak is out with a thumb sprain. And I don't know if this is true, but apparently I heard he did it because he was like trying to play Hulk in the locker room or something, like ripped his shirt and like sprained his freaking thumb doing that. Like him and Yanoa need to like go up for like most bonehead injury of the year. Because <laughs> remember, you know, punched the wall, did, yeah. broke his hand or something. Like, guys, like, stop it. Whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, I know. get it. I've I've <laughs> done probably both of these things, but I didn't sprain a damn thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm better. At I it oh, I broke I broke my. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a knuckle anymore. It's down here, be on my pinky finger, my right hand, because after yeah. I lost, uh, I lost a game of like twenty one that I had like twenty points, like seven times, but I just like couldn't finish it out. Kept going back to thirteen or whatever, and. uh Finally, like lost and just walked up to the, you know, the pads behind the backboard in the gym. Oh, I just yeah. walked up and like just kind of went like this to it. I didn't even hit it hard. All of a sudden, I was just like, "Uh, guys, I don't, I don't think I can play play anymore." And they were, they were all like, they were all like, they were all like, <laughs> were all like "You're, you're fucking with me." And I was like, "No, dude, like that's my finger right now. It's because my knuckle dropped and I couldn't." It was crazy. I was like. That, that was not, I just hit it at the right angle that like I just cracked the bone like right here. 
and it just yeah. lifted and my knuckle dropped. It's it was bizarre. So I <laughs> you and I have both done it, but I actually got the broken hand from it. So yeah. Anyway, uh Franmel Reyes out six weeks with an oblique injury. He's been killing it. Wilson Ramos on the aisle with a back sprain. Oh, I'm already tired of the talking injuries. Uh Byron Buxton. Um I skipped one. I'll go back to it. He was already on the IL. We knew that. But, uh, you know, trying to ramp up in rehab. And uh, he's having issues running. Most importantly, most issues like slowing down, which is weird. Uh, I've never heard that one before. So he can, like, ramp up, but he can't slow down. And so that's Sorry. delaying his, like, assignment to, like, games, right? I just that was like, only Byron Buxton, right? Like, geez. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Somebody stop me. He needs a parachute. Who knows? Um, <laughs> what are you doing? That you have trouble slowing down. I don't even know, man. My was... freaking toddler could slow down. I mean, I can't even get over. I guess when you've got a bust a hamstring, you can't slow down, man. Like, can you imagine trying to like, if you've got like a half pulled hamstring, like trying to slow down? It hurts. I I get it. I I don't know. Sure, like, but you know, but why are you trying to run full speed if you got a busted hamstring? I don't. (laughs) Clearly, you're not ready to. You're not ready to slow yourself down. Clearly, you're not ready to run. So freaking much. It's just funny, man. I just had to mention that part. Uh, so then uh, Kenta Maeda landed on the aisle with a groin strain. He's been trash this season, man. Like, it's just a shame what he's been doing. And then uh, I'm going to finish off here. I'll let you continue the rest. Uh, my uh, my Crimea River story is Noah Syndergaard. Got an MRI. On, I The notes are old. So he got the MRI on his elbow after experiencing soreness in those latest rehab start. And if... <laughs> If you read somebody's tweeted out, I forget who it was. Um, somebody somebody sent a tweet out about like his pitch in like the first inning and a half of the last game that he played in, and the last like fifteen pitches were all considered changeups because they were like 87, 86, 88, 87. No, those were fastballs. They were not good fastballs because his elbow has inflammation in it now, and he's now going to be out six more weeks at least. Nice. So there's a very good chance we don't see soon Syndergaard this season. And guess who my dumbass traded for in a dynasty league? Uh, would it be Lance McCullers? Is that the one you missed uh, on the IL with a shoulder soreness? Or did you? I did miss that one, but that's not who I traded for. <laughs> I know, I know, just, I know. Yes. So I'm just trying that. to speed up and not slow down here. Okay, I know. I'm, I'm having just, fun. I'm buxtoning things just go. right now. All, All right, right, finish up. So we've got Corey Kluber, uh, Mister No Hitter, will now be shut down for at least four weeks with a shoulder strain. Something about these no-hitters. Uh, you already mentioned Wade Miley being out with a foot sprain. And, um, you know, he is expected back. That's why I jumped into fan tracks. Expected to return from the 10-day uh, IL to start Sunday's game against the Cubs. Not really sure we want to do that because he got absolutely destroyed. Um two games ago and 
barely pitched five innings in his last start. So keep an eye on Miley. Uh, Kluber, again, though, not good news. Uh, Shoulder strain there will shut him down for four weeks. Uh, Luke Voigt is back on the IL with an oblique strain. We've yeah, talked- that one like came out of nowhere. I was literally looking yeah. through the injury list last night. And I was like, what? Voice now hurt too? Like, good God. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just we, 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 digging my team a grave, man. It's bad. We <laughs> talked about obliques ad nauseum on the show, and that's probably going to be a little more than the 10-day stay. Oh, yeah. He's um, out for a while. They might as well have like an IL... 40 for obliques. Um, I mean, it just, why not? Make, sounds make about, it sounds about right. Make it fun. <laughs> make it fun. Nothing's uh, I mean, fun about the IL. Shut up, AJ, go. That's true. <laughs> All right. Now, these next two just kick me in the dick multiple ways um, from sideways. Bryce Harper, thank you for going on the IL with forearm contusion. <laughs> oh, yeah, really it doesn't sound like anything that will keep him out long term. But I had him in my lineup the other night and then realized after their game had started that I could not move him out of my lineup because somehow he wound up on the IL. It's like, w- what the hell happened here? Yeah, that uh, was out of left field too. And I was like, wait, Harper? It, it was like, what? totally out of, out of nowhere. Some of these are just like popping up. Like, Apparently, some of these teams are taking a page out of the Dodgers book, man. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, he was, oh, you, you, you have, you have, like, you have a sore neck. Yeah, you just IL him. Yeah. <laughs> Rotowire dropped the news 316 on Tuesday that he was placed on the injured list with this forearm contusion. Now, granted, he's got hmm, not really anything worth a shit uh, since. Oh no, he's been bad. Uh, we'll we'll just say April, uh, I guess. Um, you know, or you know, this year. Uh, no, he's got seven homers. I'm just kidding. But he, he's just been abysmal the last couple of weeks, as it is, anyways. And he dealt was dealing with other little ticky tack bullshit. Yeah. Standard for Harper, I feel like. Um, the next one, JT Realmuto, is still in the IL with a wrist injury. Now, he is eligible to return on Friday, which would be tomorrow. So no major movement for now. Uh, Trent Grisham is back on the I.L. with a foot contusion. Uh, Dylan Moore is out with a calf injury. Harrison Masturbator is on the I.L. with a rib fracture. Can I say something about that? The hope is he won't need to miss much longer than the 10 days. Good for his wrist. Um, Kevin Biggio is out with (laughs) cervical spine ligament sprain. Yeah, sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, no, that's all I I got. I didn't know like the layman's term for that one. I I don't. Do you have a broken neck? I don't know. Men have a cervix. I am I am I not knowing anatomy here? What is? I don't know what I don't know what happened here. I'm here, dude. I know. God damn it. Um, Cheers, everybody. Cheers again. So I'm going to go back to the Harrison Beta one because he's another guy who's on my dynasty team. I literally turned on the Cardinals game the other night and first pitch, other team hits the ball. I forget who they were playing. Hits it right to Harrison Bader. 
He dives for the ball. The ball rolls under his ribs, and he doesn't get up. And I went, what the hell? <laughs> this was before Ozuna and Hayes and Voight and everybody always playing the White Sox. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, this was before all those other guys went on the IL. So I'm going like, all right, I can manage a Bader injury, right? Like, that's fine. Then I get seven more, it feels like, in the next 24 hours, and I'm going, nope. My team's yeah. dead for the next two months. I got no, nothing. It it doesn't end there. So I know T one Taiwan Walker is actually expected. Uh, he's eligible to return tomorrow from the ten day IL. So that is good. Um, he's listed as the starter for tomorrow against Atlanta. Again, buyer beware. Um, yeah. we have, uh, da, 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 someone that, uh, multiple people that I had just picked up in fan tracks, uh, Ahmad Rosario is, uh, did not play. Uh, I thought he didn't play the other day, but maybe it looks like he actually did. Uh, he was scratched from the lineup for Thursday's game today. Uh, against the Tigers yeah. due to a right hand contusion, but it looks like he actually no, he did play. You're the only one that cares about him. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna lie. True. <laughs> All right, we're done with him. Um, Garrett Cooper, yeah, is another one who is now eligible to return tomorrow, but he was removed from Wednesday's lineup with right oblique tightness. Great. Another guy picked up in both of my leagues yesterday to build Hang some stock, on. and he did look not up. play. Hang on. He did He did get in the game today. I was going to say he played today. He and, played today. And he, he got was, a hit, got an RBI, so yesterday. I think he's yeah. fine. So I'm I think curious, he's fine. Either, either that or they're doing stupid stuff like they did with like Musakis, where like, yeah. oh, just pinch hit for us because you know it's National League and they have to swap guys in and out all the time because they have no DH because it's dumb. Um, exactly. So yeah. <clears throat> anyway. And uh, the last guy I got here. That's why is, they put him in there because I thought he was good. Yeah, is uh, Kikuchi. Um, he was able to play catch without issues before Tuesday's game. He's expected to make his next start, which should come this Sunday. Uh, he pitched Monday, um, still made it through. He left the game a little early because of cramping in his lower back, but he was made it through six innings, only gave up four hits. He got the win. Still a solid outing of 20 points, so thank you for that. Um, and I think that's all I got. All right. Let's move on here to our last segment of the night and some players to add. And like, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit this one. And, uh, you know, his overall ownership percentage is, is 64%, um, but only 50%, 58% owned in Yahoo. So it, I'm going to count this one. And it's Anthony Santander came back from the IL. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Came back from the IL, and I know like he struggled hard before the IL stint. But since then, since his return, it's only been a few games. He's batted 385. He's got a home run. He's got three runs and three RBI already. Um, you know, this guy hit 11 home runs in only 38, 37 games last year. Uh, hit 20 and just 93 games in 2019. This guy's available in your league. You got to go get him. Like he's going to be productive 
even in a bad Baltimore offense, him and Mancini are going to be good. Hopefully Mancini is healthy because he got hit by a pitch tonight. I forgot to mention that. So uh, hopefully his wrist is, is doing all right. So uh, um, I'll do yeah. the next couple, AJ, and then and then uh, you, you can take the last few here. So uh, Manny Margot, um, look, this guy's still severely under-rostered. Um, I, I, I've got him in, in the face six-pack league. And I get it. It's frustrating because he doesn't play every day, um, but he plays most days. But 35%? I mean, this guy's That's pretty low. over the last 15, he's batted 302, got a home run. He's got two steals and 12 RBI. Like, this guy's productive, man. And, like, you know, in in a day and age where we need steals, and you mentioned that earlier, like, this guy's super valuable. Um, because he's a little power speed combo guy. So, you know, that's it's he's not as bad as he's been overall this season. He's gonna pick it up. And th- in fact, that Rays offense in general has picked things up over the last few weeks. Um at last week or so, even just uh yeah. so I, I think Margot is gonna be, you know, and we've seen it over the last two weeks. He's been more productive. That offense has been more productive. I think we're gonna see that continue. Um, next guy here is Jack Peterson for me. He has been miserable to start the year. And you know, he was a guy that we talked about in one of our 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 draft shows as a sort of a sleeper pick and a miserable start, but he's played well over the last couple of weeks over the last 48 at bats. He's three eighteen or three thirteen. sorry, three home runs, six runs of seven RBI. Um, you know, we know this guy's got power galore in his, in his bat. So I, I can see him go on a huge tear here and just, and just, you know, continue to smash here. And I'll finish off here with uh, Josh Fuentes, you know, like maybe this is like a, a flash in a pan type of thing, but I think he hit like over 500 last week. But over the last two weeks total, he's 409, two bombs and 15 RBI. I mean, look, tons of injuries in this game right now. Pick up somebody like Fuentes and just ride the hot hand until you guys come back. Like there's no reason to just sit on nothing, Um you know, or pick up these guys who you think should be good, but maybe they're not performing. Just go get the guys that are performing, like Fuentes, and just get it done while you you're waiting for your your studs to come back from the IL. So I'll let you finish off here, man. Giddy up, giddy up. Four oh nine is where I'll start this. Um, and I was going to put Garrett Cooper, Mister DTD, yeah. until two D. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been crushing it lately, too. Uh, you know, he's been, been very productive. He's got at least one hit in every game he's played in since uh, May 14th. Uh, I'm sorry, May 13th was he did not have a hit, but he randomly had a run. Um, so, yeah, he he's good. He, he's playing well. Miami, not very good, but somehow he is. Uh, Juan Lagares is another one that I picked up because of the trout injury. You know, this one's kind of a flash in the pan sort of a deal right now, too, to see what he's going to be able to do. But he's getting at bats being uh, in the Angels outfield there. Um, he's got a hit in almost every game that he's played in, uh, aside from three since 517. So... 
you know, a handful of runs, uh, no homers, but that's because he's Juan Lagares, uh, you know, a handful of RBIs. So, yeah, I mean, if you were a Trout owner and looking for a plug-and-play, he might be a guy that you could go after. Um, getting back to our list, we've got Jonathan VR. Uh, we mentioned him last week. Still just owned in only uh, 31% of leagues. Um, still pretty low, and I, I'm not really sure what else this guy needs to do. He's got three homers, four steals, and seven runs over the last two weeks. I mean, that's that's production um, from... The Mets offense is bad, but like he hasn't yeah. been. I mean, besides batting average, he hasn't been bad. Like, I guarantee you're, you're dealing with worse on your roster. Like, yeah, figure it out. Go get it. Somebody is you're in your 12 league somewhere else. Um, I picked him up in our league because I was dying at second base at one point. Yeah. I was, was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, the wait, second base bombs. eligibility alone and four steals. Thanks, I'll take is, it. Is phenomenal. <laughs> so. Um, and he's probably out playing uh, his teammate, Mr. Francisco Lindor, first round. Yes, pick. unfortunately, Oops. he is. <laughs> uh, Casey uh-huh. Mize, 342 ERA, 112 whip on the season, thanks to the 169 and 0.8 whip uh, in his last three starts. I'd like to see a little bit more in the Ks, but you know he's only got 17 in the last 20 pitched. But overall, he's pitching well, uh, and it's it's worth looking at. Um, Michael Fulmer is <laughs> his teammate, correct? He has officially taken over the closer role in Detroit. Again, Detroit kind of sucks, so there might not be a ton of save opportunities, but closers are closers. And, you know, he's really taken to this role. I mean, he's a former starter who had – some success and then completely fell off. Um, but he's really mm-hmm. taken to this role as uh, you know, as more of a high leverage reliever. And he did start one, maybe two games uh, a, a few weeks ago. And yeah, yeah, it was kind of meh, but they put him back in the bullpen and, and he's succeeded again. So, uh, he he hasn't allowed a run in the last nine appearances. So Which some of them are multi-inning appearances, by the way. Yeah. So it it's been great. I, I I was doing this like five minutes before the show. It felt like so I was I didn't add up all the innings, but I was just like, oh, it's nine appearances, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, some of them are like three point two innings. Some of them are like two point one, and I was just like, all right, good enough for me, man. But yeah, some of them are multi-inning appearances, and uh, yeah, the fact they didn't allow a run since you know the last nine. That's uh that's top notch. Exactly. Um and the <laughs> the other thing I will mention with him is that he is starter reliever eligible. So if you're in a league that breaks out starters and relievers, uh like myself, that's that's great because you can just plug him in as a starter role and have a closer. So Yeah. I'll yeah. let you go ahead and uh, finish things out here with Mr. Austin so, <laughs> Gomber. Yeah, so this is sort of a funny one, actually. Uh, I mean, it's not funny, but like it's for real. Like, pick this guy up. Like, he's he's been good, right? The the big joke, uh, you know, of course, on Twitter for you know a few weeks ago uh, <clears throat> was the week of April twenty sixth. He was he was pretty low owned in NFBC leagues, and uh, everybody went out and grabbed him. It was a two week two pitch starter that week. Uh, 
And so everybody went out and got him, thought they were going to get good stats from him. He got absolutely smashed in that first game. Uh, nine Aaron runs in two and two-thirds innings. So just smoked. Like a 48 ERA or something crazy like that I saw. Like So everybody was just the, – the term, you got Gombert – like came to fruition like it was it was like oh my gosh and so anyway uh besides that this dude's been incredible and i get it he's a rockies pitcher it's hard to trust rockies pitchers i don't like to take a lot of them on i take maybe one every few years because they're on a hot streak gomer would be one of those guys so that if he's available right now i think i would go at him his last three starts by the or yeah, last three starts, he's only allowed three total earned runs. One was zero, one was one, one was two. Two of those starts were against San Diego, who seems to crush everybody right now. So, you know, I get it. We want to be careful with these Rockies pitchers, especially when they pitch at home. He's got a pretty good ERA at home right now. His road ERA is worse thanks to that blow-up game. Um <clears throat> So I think on the road, I'm definitely starting him right now, despite the blow-up game. At home, I might pick and choose my opponents with him if I can. Um, but he's somebody that I'm definitely interested in, in rostering in leagues if he is out there available for me. So uh, just just trying to do the Gilbert and, and, and pitch him against the you know the Dodgers at, in Colorado because you're probably going to get smashed. So, but what if they Dodgered the pitcher that was supposed to pitch and then Gilbert <laughs> decides to not get Gilbert? I mean, uh, oh, we're gonna have a Dodger versus. They would, they would have to Dodger the. They would have to Dodger the entire offense for him not to get Gumbert. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. There's, I mean, we're been, using a lot of we're using a lot of crazy terms right now, man. There's but, there's know. been a lot of games <laughs> against LA where I not wanted to pitch my pitcher, and then they just end up showing up and having a pretty good game. And it's gonna happen occasionally, but typically you don't want to play the Dodgers. But then who Dodgered who? The Dodgers dodgered <laughs> the opponents. Oh, man. All right. Fucking horseshit. <laughs> okay. All right, man. All right. Uh, that's all we've got for the show. AJ, any any final thoughts, you know, about Dodgering? <laughs> Maybe? No. Um, no. No. I no. Think, we're good. I think I'm all good. right. That's all for the show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and we will talk to you all next week. Peace. Peace.